Welcome to another edition of Hashtag Alvarado Excellence. I'm Tommy Brown, alongside Alvarado ISD Superintendent, Dr. Kenneth Estes, and a lot of exciting stuff happening this week. And for starters, we want to talk about last night's board meeting. And, you know, we knew coming into this year there was going to, there was a possibility of some, some calendar changes on the go. We listened to our, our principals and our teachers and expressing that, hey, we really need a day for planning. For, for planning and looking at data, we need a day to kind of catch up on that kind of stuff. And so last night, the school board had a special call meeting uh, to look at making next Friday, November 6th, a staff work day. And, and so they looked at that and, and heard arguments for that and approved that last night. So next Friday, November 6th, is now a staff work day. Uh, it's going to be a, a holiday for students. We're very fortunate. We have a board of trustees that care deeply about our scholars and our educators, and they saw a need there to give our educators more time to prepare and plan. And so they voted on a change last night, as Mr. Brown said. It's going to give our teachers. It's not. We understand that we, they could probably use one of those days uh, days every week, but it, certainly it'll give them one at the end of the second six weeks and help them get caught up, but also to prepare for the third six weeks. And then also while the one in November next Friday is the most important because that's the one, like that's the next one that's coming up quickly. But they also went ahead and approved an extra day in February and an extra day in April for those same reasons to give those teachers a chance to, to, to do some more planning and to, to do some more data research. Yeah. Mr. Brown will be getting a new calendar out to everybody so that you'll see those, uh, those actual dates, but it's going to definitely benefit our educators in their, their prep and planning. We appreciate board of trustees uh, getting together for a call board meeting so that they could uh, make those adjustments and get that uh, support to the teachers as quickly as possible. All right, and so a very busy, exciting week on our athletic courts, fields, whatever you want to call them, but it starts Wednesday, actually it starts Wednesday. You know, we have senior night and homecoming for the football game, and I know it's kind of weird you're thinking Wednesday night football game, that's a weird thing, but you know, it was something uh, mandated by to us from the uh, district executive committee, the football district. So uh, that's all happening Wednesday night, and it's an exciting time for, for seniors and exciting time for that homecoming court. They get to be recognized, and uh, it's just kind of – it'll be kind of – it'll be interesting, but I'm excited to see how it kind of unfolds with everything happening on the same night. We hope uh, everyone wears their big coats because it's going to be cold and there's a good chance of rain. That said – Back uh, in July, a lot of us didn't know if we would even get a season in, let alone be able to have homecoming and a senior night. So we're glad we're able to get those in before the end of the season. And right now, if you look at the schedule right now, district cross country is supposed to happen Wednesday morning at 9 a.m. However, there is a forecasted 24-degree wind chill for Wednesday morning. So uh, talk to Coach Malone, and they're supposed to be meeting uh, Tuesday afternoon decide if they're going to move that or not and there's a greater than not chance of them moving that to Friday morning so there's a possibility of that happening Friday morning instead of Wednesday and it's kind of where they start to kind of stake their claim to hey we've been to four straight state meets the girls have so let's let's try to make it five and this is kind of where that process starts at the district meet and then uh, you have a couple boys who have a, a good chance of moving on out of the district and it's just kind of a this is the End of October is where all this stuff starts happening, and it always seems to start with cross-country, and they always kind of get everything off with a bang because they're so successful. Yeah, you're right. It's an exciting week for Alvarado ISD 
athletics because, as you stated, the cross country runs district, and then our volleyball team will be in the playoffs this week, and our tennis team will be in the playoffs this week. It's it's a lot of fun uh, getting the opportunity to go out and watch our scholars compete, and we have outstanding coaches that prepare them uh, not only to compete at the district level but into the state playoffs. And tennis, you know, coming they were in second place in district, so they're playing a third place team out of the the district next to us. That's going to be Anna. So they're playing Anna on Friday morning at 10 a.m. at Arlington High School. You know, last couple of years they've won their first playoff, their first round playoff uh, game, and and kind of moved on from there. So I know Coach Martin and her group are expecting the exact same thing this time, and and hopefully uh, this year maybe to get on a little bit of a roll. I know they went about three or four rounds deep a couple of years ago, and I know she's she's eyeing a little roll like that again as they get started Friday. And then Friday night, volleyball opening the playoffs against Dallas Carter at Dallas Carter at 6 p.m. Dallas Carter has a new, a brand new uh, competition gym that they're going to be playing in. And that's just one of those things where there wasn't going to be a whole lot of playoff spots for them to play at, you know, people wanting to host playoff games this year. And so with Dallas Carter being the district champion out of their district, you know, when they went home and home, they just, decided it was going to be them since they were the district champion. They were the one seed, so they get to be the host. And so that will happen at 6 o'clock Friday. So you get your football Wednesday, cross country, maybe Wednesday, probably Friday, your tennis Friday, your volleyball Friday. And then to end it all, actually Thursday through Saturday, is going to be the AHS theater production. They always do a fall production, and uh, this year they're not being able to have people come and watch it live, so they are going to stream it. So it'll be streamed on Thursday night at 7 o'clock for those of you who want to watch, and then Saturday at 2 o'clock and 7 o'clock. And it'll be streamed on our district website, put it out on social media. We'll send an email out to everybody about when they can watch it. And you don't wait to watch it. Don't think, oh, I, I missed it, so I'll get I'll get home at 10 o'clock and watch it at 10 o'clock, you know, on Thursday. Nope, that's not how the licensing agreement works. It starts at 7 o'clock, and as soon as it's over, it's done. There is no recording of it that we're allowed to share. So make sure if you're going to watch it, you take about an hour and a half out of your out of your day and, and sit and watch it on the computer and watch it with your family. You know, put it up on your TV at home if you have that capability. But I kind of I'm looking forward to see how that goes as we uh, this is the first time we've ever done something like that with the theater department. As we continue to commend our educators and our scholars for adapting and overcoming, this is just another way where they found uh, the. or they took the effort, I guess uh, you'd say, to make sure that we had a fall production. Uh, A lot of others may have just said, well, we won't do anything because of COVID-19. Instead, they're doing a production, and we're going to stream it for the first time, as Mr. Brown said. I'm I'm excited about the opportunity to see it, and like you said, hook it up to the TV and (laughs) watch it in the comfort of our homes. I'm sure we don't have to tell anybody, but next Tuesday, November 3rd, is Election Day. And while we will never tell you how to vote, you know, what to vote on or whatever, we do encourage you to exercise your right to vote. It's important that everybody votes. As we talked about, hashtag Alvarado Excellence, you know, we're more than just a school district. We're talking about everything Alvarado. And so we want to make sure you are aware that there is a proposition on the ballot for the city of Alvarado. And uh, the city of Alvarado, it's not a, a sales tax increase or anything like that, but it's actually a moving funds from one, one entity to another uh, so that they can improve roads in Alvarado. And I think from what I understand, it was going to be an increase of about $200,000 into their road budget per year. And uh, so just want to make sure everybody was aware of that. 
And then when you go to vote here in Alvarado, uh, whether it's the rest of this week and early voting or next Tuesday, uh, make sure you ask for that ballot. Say, hey, I'm, I live inside the city of Alvarado. I'd like to vote on this proposition, and they will give you that ballot. Make sure you get out and vote. Early voting ends on Friday. We have a lot of family members, I'm sure, that have served in the military that provide that uh, opportunity for us. Uh, you, you know, defend our country uh, and give us the right to go into a, a polling place and vote for whoever we want or whatever proposition we want. So we just strongly encourage you, if you have not voted yet, please find time to go vote. Last week we talked a lot about COVID and we talked about the process of what happens, you know, why certain people get quarantined and some don't. I uh, just want to give you an update. This week's chart that we, uh, we put out on social media, it's on the district website. We do that every Monday. Uh, this week's chart actually showed eight recoveries. So we had kind of a big number last week, but eight of those who were active are now recovered. And so now we're sitting at a total of seven active and 13 total have recovered. And so far in this being the 10th week of school, Alvarado ISD has only had 20 cases. And a lot of that is, uh, I want to say, six of those were virtual students. So they're not necessarily face to, all face-to-face kids or, or staff members or whatever, but uh, just a total of 20 in 10 weeks. And while the goal, ultimate goal is to not have any cases, uh, 20 in 10 weeks is not uh, something to hang our heads about. Everybody seems to be doing a fantastic job. And just want to remind everybody, you know, we know sometimes it may slip your mind you're walking out of your office or your room and, oh, where's my mask? Turn around, go get it. We understand that stuff happens, but you have to be cognizant of your surroundings and who's near you and the activity you're in at the same time. Uh, make sure keeping those masks on, washing your hands, using the hand sanitizer as often as possible. We walked into the high school to tape the podcast and I passed at least 20 or 30 scholars and educators and every single one of them was wearing a mask just like uh, they're supposed to actually ended up uh, walking through uh, a couple of the hallways at the high school and saw our scholars socially distancing six feet apart having a conversation but six feet apart educators were encouraging them to move along because we don't need to sit, uh, sit there and talk but it's great to see those procedures in place and everyone doing their very best and it certainly has been the reason why our cases have stayed down. Well, thank you very much for joining us today. And we, as always, we encourage you to, to send us information. If you have something going on uh, that you want us to, to share with everybody, let us know. And until next time, hashtag Alvarado Excellence.